0: Hello there teacher friend! I'm so happy you're joining us today. This is the episode I would have binged listened to if I would have had the opportunity or I would have had just someone out in the world speak to me and give me life and give me motivation and give me the confidence To walk away from the profession that I was so in love with and dedicated so many years to, so that I could grab on to what God was calling me to do. Now, if you've been around here for any matter of time, you know that in 2020, I left my teaching career and started a micro school from my living room. I really wanted to homeschool my daughters, that's how it all began. And then I didn't want to do it alone. So then I gathered more families, and here we are. 18 students and two assistant teachers, volunteers. It's been an amazing opportunity. I've got a wait list and we've got so many things planned for the years to come. But when I actually resigned from my teaching career, I did not know where I was going. Let me say that louder for the people in the back. I did not know where I was going. I just knew that I was called to do something different. Maybe you are in the same situation. Maybe it's something different. Maybe you know exactly what you want to do and you are ready to turn the keys in. Maybe you're sitting here like I was going, should I do this? Should I not do this? Is it the right time? Is it not the right time? How do I approach this? How do I say what I need to say? How do I not hurt people's feelings and not burn bridges? All the things. How do I go out with grace and elegance and make sure that I do this with integrity? So in today's podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you 10 tips on how to give your resignation. I remember Googling, trying to find podcasts, and really I could not find anything out on the internet that specifically spoke to my heart. Sometimes I would find, I would come across something about giving a resignation, but it was always with this heart of injustice or anger, burnt out, and just wanting to throw the keys across the table and say, I'm done. But I wasn't wanting to come at it with a heart like that. I hope that you are able to walk in with such poise and elegance and courage. So this podcast episode, mm, it's so, so good because I am speaking to myself when I was sitting there wanting these answers. So I'm going to give it to you. 10 tips on giving your resignation with such grace humility and kindness get out a piece of paper it's time to take some notes welcome teacher to the let your light shine podcast if you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher you're in the right place i'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business in this present day the world needs you teacher friend to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. I have to give a big shout out to our Facebook group. Our Facebook group is growing in numbers day by day. More and more people, handfuls of people are coming into our Facebook group and we're so happy to have you. We are so grateful for you. If you're a homeschool mom, if you're a teacher, if you are a parent, if you are wondering about micro schools, learning pods, homeschooling, tutoring businesses, this is the place for you. If you are a teacher who is just really wanting to keep your teaching career going, but you feel burnt out or you just feel so at a loss for where to go you want to step out of public or private school you want to potentially start your own business but you don't know how this is the group for you we've got homeschool moms we've got mothers and parents in this group we have teachers who are in this group retired teachers people who've already started micro schools people who started tutoring businesses learning pods there's a variety of people in our community and we are so happy for you to join us so head on over to Facebook, and you're going to type in Teacher Let Your Light Shine Micro School Community. And there you will pop on in. We will show you some love and we will ask you where you're from and just what you are up to, what questions you have, what your mission is. And we love to hear what everybody says. We've got an incredible group of people who cheer each other on. As soon as I post that, we've got new members in our group. We've got our veterans in there who are pouring their little hearts out welcoming you loving on you and you will find that there are people in your state you will find that there are people in your country that are in our group hopefully okay we don't have every country in there but we do have some so hop in there tell us where you're from what you're doing what your fears are what you need help with just anything we're we're there for you And I'm just so grateful because specifically, this podcast has been weighing on my heart for a while. I've been coaching quite a few teachers during this year already in 2023, and many of them have not left the school system yet. They are getting prepared to do so. One in particular just occurred last week, and this teacher is already preparing for next year some people have already told their principal, some people have not. So this is the episode for you. If you are ready to make a career change, but you're not, you're just having a hard time putting the words on paper, or you just are dreading the moment where you got to walk through the door. And I know how that feels. So shout out to some of our teacher friends who've actually posted in there that they've given their resignation. We've had a lot of people do that more so lately that they've, that they walked away, they gave the resignation, they're sharing their stories and it's sweet. And some are mourning and some are sad and some are happy, but they're so grateful to have done what they felt called to do. So hop in there. We're ready to just love on you. And thank you to our Facebook members who have the capacity to love on other people and those who are just vulnerable enough to share their story. We're so grateful for you. I want to share with you real quickly, my experiences of giving my resignation prior to the last resignation that I had because I had moved to schools a couple times. So my very first school experience, I was teaching in my hometown where everybody knew my name. I was a cheerleading coach. I was a volleyball assistant coach and I taught third grade. I was married. I had my daughter. I thought that I was going to teach there my entire life and I was Really being stretched to grow and to change my career trajectory, in a sense. I wanted to go to a different school district to experience it. My husband had been encouraging me to do so, but I was scared. So, that first resignation, I was only 26 years old and I was so nervous because I knew everybody. I knew my principal. She was friends with my family. And I felt like I would probably get some scrutiny over my decision and how dare I leave? How dare you go against the grain? How dare you pick up? Don't forget where you came from. I was very, very concerned, and I was going to a school that would have been pretty much considered a competitor to our school, but my experience turned out very beautiful. I went in. I spoke from my heart to my principal. I wrote a very nice letter and gave it to her as well so that after I had had the conversation, she could also have a personalized thank you and gratitude for all that she had done for me over the first four years of teaching, of my teaching career. I had taught her daughter. It was just very emotional and my heart was very heavy. Moving forward to the second school. I taught, loved the school that I moved to. It was an incredible opportunity. Grew so much as a teacher there, and then I gave my resignation because my husband and I were moving out of state to Florida. It was a painful resignation because, again, I had grown so much. I love my principal, I love the people I worked for, and I love the school that I work for. Very, very painful experience, but I had to do it. I was moving. Then I moved to Florida, taught one year at a school. Had to give my resignation because I got a better opportunity to teach at a school that was closer to home and at a grade level that I wanted that this other school did not have. They had also had asked me to be a behavioral specialist and I really just was not feeling that and I didn't want to stay in fifth grade. I wanted to go back to third grade. I also want to be close to home. Gave my resignation again very it was that was I was like third time okay I got this I went in with confidence I spoke kindly to my new principal who was very appreciative of a face-to-face conversation and wished me all the well did try to give me some different positions that I could have taken but I continued to stay the course then from that then that school I went to the very last elementary school of my teaching career which was amazing I left this school because I was going to pursue an instructional coaching position it was with a principal that I was very eager to work with it was a brand new school that we were building so I got to be a part of the mission and the vision and when I went to go tell my principal that I was leaving to go to this new school to pursue more administrative roles and to help be a part of building a school from the ground up, that in a sense was just going back and looking at that experience thinking, wow, I actually got to be a part of building a school, but I was so afraid to leave because my daughters had been at that school with me and their friends were there and now I was gonna move and go to a different school that wasn't even in the same town that we lived in. It was just a moment where I had to just surrender to what God had called me to do because from that experience, now I am starting, have started my own school and help other people build schools. And I told this principal that I was leaving, she was very supportive, but again, she was saddened, you know, because I was going to work for another school in the district and I had had a really great relationship with her and none of them were ever too easy. Let's just go to, to say that. Then the final one, was at the school that I just mentioned. Instructional coach, really building up my administrative roles. Loved my school. My daughters went to school there with me. That was an incredible experience. And then I had to look my principal in the face, whom I cared so deeply about. I also taught his daughter. It was just sad. I was sad to leave. I'm not going to lie. I was sad. Even though I was excited about where I was going. I didn't want to experience the feelings of loss in a sense. Even though I was gaining so much. I still had to go in and face the fact that God has called me to do something different. And at this time, like I said, I had not... A clue that I was going to start this school. I just felt as if I could not stay where I was going to stay. Even though I appreciated my job, I felt a big growth spurt coming in my life. And it wasn't until about six months later that I started homeschooling my daughters and then started our micro school. So let me give you my best tips. Those are my that's my story. Now let me give you my tips. My tips are number one, to have a day in mind when you're going to go tell. Do not do it on a day that you've not prepared and you're just feeling emotional or you're feeling frustrated and you're like, today's the day, I'm just gonna go do it today. I don't think that that is of your best interest because you wanna do it level-headedly and you wanna do it in a sense, you'll you'll hear my other tips and you'll go, okay, that makes sense. I need a D-day. That means I need a deadline day. I need a drop day. I need a day where I go in and I say what I'm going to say. And over that day, I encourage you to pray about it. And I encourage that that day be more of a beginning of the week, not an end of the week. The principals, the administrative staff, they're tired by the end of the week. A lot has been happening. You're tired by the end of the week. And then you've got to start your week anticipating how you're going to have this big, massive conversation at the end of the week. Just do it do it at the beginning of the week so that's number one tip one is get your day pray over it and do it more towards the beginning of the week number two my greatest tip is for you to write it out for yourself literally envision going in there and saying what you're going to say write it out start with a thank you start with gratitude start with a smile start with tenderness And writing it out really does help give you more clarity. It helps you find the words. It helps you to solidify the message that you're going to give so that you're not so nervous and you're not falling all over yourself in tears or you're not exploding because you're angry about something. Go in there with a level head because you've written it out. You know what you're going to say. You've got your bullet points and it allows you to stay the course in case he or she tries to convince you to stay. Know what you're going to say. It doesn't have to be word for word, but at least processing it definitely helps. Number three, and I said this before, number one is after you write it out and before you go through those doors, I encourage you to definitely pray about it. Ask God to give you the words, give you the perfect timing, give you the peace, give you the reaction that you're hoping for. Just pray ask god to help you as you walk out of the doors after telling whomever you're going to be telling that you feel a weight lifted off of you that you feel his presence that you feel at peace and that you feel as if you've made the right decision ask god to give you the confidence and the motivation to actually go through with this number four i don't recommend that you tell anybody i think that to do this with integrity You need to let it come from your mouth. And you know, people can't help it sometimes, but they just get all up into it and they end up telling so-and-so who told so-and-so who told Susie, who told Johnny in the teacher's lounge. And then it somehow gets back to the instructional coach, the assistant principal, the librarian. Don't tell anybody. Do this for yourself. Be strong enough to make the decision yourself. Without people trying to tell you, oh, I'd go now, or oh, I'd do it now, or people waiting in your classroom for the answer over, you know, how it how it turned out after the conversation. You don't need the extra drama. Now I'm not saying not to tell your trusted parent or your best friend. Of course, that's different, but I wouldn't tell your whole team first. I would go tell your principal first because I definitely believe that that is the chain of command and that is just out of respect for authority. And I believe that God blesses that. I do. I believe that God blesses our obedience to take the right action in the right steps and in the right chain of command. Number five, remember this is a conversation. Remember that you have the right to have your own life and to make your own decisions. You do not need to fall underneath the spirit of fear or intimidation or confusion. So if you're feeling fearful, intimidated, or confused, just know that that is not from God, that that is from the enemy. And you have every right to walk up and take ownership of your life. Number five, take ownership of your life and remember that you have the permission to do so number six this is a fun one okay this is so fun prep your day prep your day for a good day okay that means number one what's the music that you're going to wake up to and listen as you're getting ready that day that you're going to go tell because remember you've already written it down on your calendar you already know it's d-day it's time to tell so whenever you wake up stick with your normal routine, but add in some things that make you feel good. What music are you going to listen to? Are you going to stop on the way to work and grab your favorite drink just to treat yourself and be like, you know, I deserve this Frappuccino today because I'm about to walk in like a boss for myself and tell whoever I need to tell with kindness and a smile and excitement. And I want to feel good while I'm doing it. So music, a special drink, a breakfast. Don't be waking up in the morning shaking and all nervous and crying and running out of your house and, you know, calling everybody on the way to school and telling them. No, you can do this. Get your mindset. Get your mind right. You are a big boy. You are a big girl. You can do this. You can handle this. This is the moment you've been waiting for. It's time to do it. It's time to step into your next calling. So do this in a way that it makes you feel Confident and where you have clarity. Put on your favorite outfit if you want to, the jewelry that you like, do your hair a certain way, just feel good about yourself so that whenever you walk in there, you can radiate and shine. Hello, shine your light, friends. Get in there with such boldness and charisma and kindness that people are like, okay, I see you. I see what you're going to do. You just go on with your bad self, or you can go in and You know, if you need to get out your emotions and you cry in that moment, go for it. But at least leading up to it, you've put on some good music. You've reduced your anxiety. You're going in with some confidence and some clarity. You've got yourself a nice little drink. Maybe you're going to treat yourself to lunch afterwards, or you're going to get yourself a nice lunch. And then listen, set yourself up for the day that you're not going to do an intensive killer math lesson, folks what does your day need to look like teaching that day that you're going to go and tell your principal that you are resigning or that you're not coming back for me i'd make it a super fun chill day in my room that day because you don't want to come back looking like a mess if you've been crying and now you've got to teach plural and possessive nouns with this awkward worksheet that you don't even want to use or you've got to go to a faculty meeting after school and you, you're you just, you're too emotional. No, pick the day, pick the time and just allow yourself that day just to enjoy your day of teaching. What are your kids gonna do whenever you walk back into your classroom after telling your principal, let's say you're gonna do it during your specials or your prep time. What do you want the kids to be doing so that you don't have to be the sage on the stage after having an intense conversation? All right, that is number six. Number seven, I suggest that again, you go in with such gratitude, tenderness, humility, and tell them your vision and be excited about it. Be grateful for what you've learned from this person or these people, regardless if it's been a nasty time, regardless if it has been a moment or a school that you've not enjoyed or it's been the hardest time. Go in there and say, listen, I want to first and foremost say thank you so much for, A, taking the time to meet with me, and B, for all that you've done in an effort to give me an opportunity to teach here. I'm so grateful for your leadership. I'm so grateful for your time. I'm grateful to have said that I worked here, even if it's been hard, even if it hasn't been your favorite, even if your principles haven't been that kind to you, you be the bigger person. You be the person who can go in with the vulnerability to say, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this time. I want to let you know that I feel called to do something different. And at this moment, I'm going to be giving my resignation. Now, you don't have to go straight into it like that. I'm pretty sure that I gave a whole bunch of, you know, fluff and emotions and you know i just am so grateful for all of the joy that we've had together and the times that we've had together you guys have equipped me you've helped me become an instructional coach that i'm so grateful for i'm so grateful that i got to be a part of making the school and the mission and the vision and all the faculty meetings you guys are my have really become my best friends This is what I I remember saying this to my principal. You guys have become my best friends. I'll never, I'll never forget these experiences. I'm so grateful that my children got to come to school here. I'm so grateful for the friendships that I have. I'm so grateful for the laughs and the tears that we've shed together. I want you to know that you have made a difference in my life. And they're sitting there going, okay, where is this going? But I got to tell you something right now i feel called to do something different and i know this may not make sense to you but i feel as if i'm called to let this position go and move into a new season of life and god is calling me to do something different mic drop then let them ask you some questions i say if you're ready to build your tutoring business your micro school your learning pod you need to tell them why? Because they can end up supporting you and giving you the motivation and the and the encouragement that you need and also sending people your way. They can market for you. If you don't feel comfortable doing that, then you don't have to. But if you do feel comfortable, by golly, you better tell somebody. You deserve to do that. And and I just believe that you are walking up with such courage and boldness and integrity that you will thank yourself later that you let people know. You don't have to be ashamed of it be excited about it. Number eight, I suggest that you also type something up so that whenever you actually walk away, they have it in written form, thanking them again of their time, of their service, of the opportunity and letting them know that you are going to be resigning and you can give the date. Number nine, I also believe that you should write a follow-up email. Doesn't have to be that day because you had just given a letter, but I'd say in a couple days, just follow up. Hey, I just wanted to let you know thank you again for your time thank you again for all that you've done for me i still want you to know how grateful i am of this experience i look forward to remain to maintaining a relationship with you staying connected with you and again overall i'm so grateful to have had this experience now i just came up with that off the top of my head but again I think it's nice a few days later after the dust settles to follow up, doesn't have to be a long sappy email, just a quick little email, again, just to tie up any loose strings. And last but not least, and this is an important one, don't have an expectation, okay? We are all replaceable. Some people have resigned and have been in our Facebook group and their principals did not show much emotion, didn't really thank them for their time, kind of were just like, Okay, thanks for letting me know. Some, But most of all, I've only seen that happen twice. Everybody else, I've seen nothing but positive. So don't have an expectation. Don't expect them to fall at your feet and beg you to come back. Don't expect them to chase you out the door. Don't expect them to cry with you. Don't expect them to offer you a $25,000 pay increase or a new a new class. They could do all of that. They could, or they couldn't. You stick to your course. Don't have an ulterior motive. Just go in there, do what you need to do, and don't have an expectation that they should respond like XYZ. They are professionals. They may have been trained to respond in a certain way. And so you are training yourself to do what you're supposed to do. And you ultimately, at the end of the day, are responsible for yourself. I hope this has helped you. I really hope that you find more confidence and boldness in doing this and also know that you're not alone. Again, you can go to our Facebook group that is Teacher Let Your Light Shine Micro School Community and also don't forget that if you've already if you're ready to go I am here to help you. You can go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching and schedule a coaching session so that I can either help you through this transition or help you get your school started or your learning pod tutoring business started. I look forward to seeing over in our community and I look forward to working with you. I'll see you soon. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way. Because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the virtual teacher's lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.